Hey, space friends, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. And I'm your space friend, Dylan. Space friends. Yeah, space, space friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is Trek to the Holodeck, where we uh, find and rank uh, all the Holodeck episodes in Star Trek because no one else wanted to do it. We sent out a big call because <laughs> we needed one, and we sent out a call to the world, and everybody said, fuck off. They're like, oh, ah, episodes suck. I want space shit. I don't want fantasy yeah. stuff in my track. Like, like clockwork every month on Reddit. Somebody's like, does everybody else hate holiday episodes as much as I do? And then there's just, it gets a lot of traction. A lot it of people, always does. And a, and a majority of the people are like, yes, but then there's the gems in there who are like, no, I love Fuck the holiday episodes. How have we there's, not hopped in those Reddit comments and been like, we make a full fucking podcast? <laughs> We should see. I, We're just not I, good I, at yeah. that. I've done it. I've I've done it once. I haven't mentioned our podcast, but I've been like, but think about the, the holiday episodes in this way. And everyone's like, I mean, I guess. I mean, if you're an idiot, fuck you. <laughs> One day and I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to do this. One day we should, and obviously we're going to have to fully vet the person before we do it, but find a person in one of those Reddit threads who defends the holodeck and just have them yeah. on as a Dude. guest and be like, so hey, how were you? Really like your work, yeah. buddy. <laughs> That'd be so sick. We could, uh, it could just be their, their Reddit handle. And then we could do the thing they do in like the UFO documentaries where they <laughs> fuck up their <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. Right, because they would never want to actually have their true voice. If we really no. wanted to go all out with it, we could make a full episode where we interview multiple people. Uh, <laughs> I and like it's like that. a documentary style episode where Why we interview do you all these this? people, and we get some people who hate it, some people who love it. And I like, mean, <laughs> I think what we're leaning towards here is starting a YouTube channel, Man on the Street style, where we just run around <laughs> Trek conventions saying, "Do you like the holodeck? Yes or no?" <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then we would have them rate the episode right? Yeah, uh, on a patented perfect system. Uh, the Drasks. Called the, the Drask system. The Drasks. Which what stands for dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. Bingo, bango. Bingo, bango. And uh, yeah, we that's just how we make sure that wh- while we watch these episodes and rank them, that we have a standardized system for it, and it's never failed us ever. No, ever. We have it's, to. We'd have to let the people know though, like what we consider the holiday episode. Oh, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Holiday episodes are uh, pretty much anything that has the holiday in it. Yeah. Whether it's Picard casually walking out of the holiday, and that's all we see, or. It's uh, the doctor yelling Schweitzer for 45 minutes inside the holodeck straight. <laughs> really? The, He's doing the, Meisner method. The, the, yeah, first, Meis- <laughs> the first instance of the holodeck movie. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> the first instance of the holodeck movie. Um, yeah, so what are we doing this week? Lower Decks. Crisis Woo! Point. Season 1, Episode 9. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, boot uh, update your CBS All Access app so that it becomes Paramount Plus, and you get that cool uh, Paramount Plus intro that they changed from the CBS intro. Like they had to go yeah. all out; they couldn't then, just leave CBS they, All Access intro they, music. They had to open up After Effects. <laughs> they had to change the color blue a little bit. Right, uh, right, right. And then they had uh, to look up the font for Paramount. <laughs> Once you get in the Paramount Plus app, uh, go up to the search bar and search Trek for the Holodeck. Uh, and then once you realize that we're not on there, right, uh, right, go to right. go to one of your podcasting apps <laughs> and, <laughs> and search and that, and then we're go like back in the top to, ten. Yeah, we're in like the top ten, and then go back to like the Paramount Plus app and type in uh, Lower Decks because that's the episode we're doing. Mm-hmm. But then also make sure you get your piece of paper out. You know your stationery that has your name on it and like your really nice stationery and your grade that, and the date. Right, get that fountain pen that you bought for like four hundred dollars. And like, just start to write that letter to Paramount Plus being like, hey, why isn't Trek to the Holodeck on Paramount Plus? <laughs> yeah, it's a Trek thing, isn't it? Right. And I thought that you had all, all Star Trek stuff on Paramount Plus. Yeah. The great Star Trek content. Um, and and uh, and they will say in a reply, <laughs> season desist, Trek. <laughs> To the believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. 
Day Center program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Cease and assist your trek to the your holiday. Your trek to the holiday. Oh, good lord. Speaking of, like, expensive pens, because what is it about <laughs> pens that we're all willing to spend extra? I went to this uh, really um, cool, like, Japanese store that was right next to Smorgasburg back in pre, pre-pandemic days Poke- in L.A. And it's like, I got this pen here for, like, I think $12. And Dude. it's just so satisfying right? I, to use. Oh, oh sick. But, I accidentally bought a pen for about $50 once. <laughs> and it was a pen with a black pen, a red pen, and a mechanical pencil. Oh, wow. And sometimes when I go into stores to buy stuff uh, or I ask the price, I get a lot of anxiety. <laughs> and I've right. purchased things because... They were like, I was like, how much is this? Or I think I just went to buy it thinking it was like maybe only 20 bucks. And the lady scanned it was like, this is, you know, this is $50. And I was like, yep. Yeah, huh? Yeah, 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 (laughs) yep. Put it on the card. Can you, do you take do you take two credit cards? Can I do two credit cards? I split this transaction. Do you guys have payment plans for your pens? Can I lay away? Do you do yeah, lay away still? Is that still a thing? Is there like a financing? <laughs> op- is there a credit card I can open? Can I apply for a credit card? Hold on, let me use my pen. Yeah, do you have a? Yeah. Sorry, let me search through my credit cards. You pull out like ten different credit cards. You're like, do you, do you guys do one? Is there I an ATM I- around here that I could maybe go and pull some cash out of? <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll be, I'll be right back. I'll be back for this. I'll definitely be back. Can for you it. hold this for me? Can you put it behind the register? Because I'm going to be back for it. And then, like, they just see you out the window, like sprinting away, just like running away. <laughs> and that uh, character will be played by Tim Robinson. Yeah, of course, always. <laughs> uh, okay, so this episode is Lower Deck, season one, episode nine, came out September thirtieth, two thousand and twenty. Two thousand and twenty, the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord, COVID nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember year. what you guys were doing uh, back in twenty twenty? No, we just came um, out. Yeah, I was I recording no a podcast. Yeah, I was recording a podcast. Yeah. September thirtieth. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying probably... to figure out trying to figure out how I was going to do Halloween indoors. <laughs> Yeah. You had a whole month. You started early. Yeah. Oh, was, shit. This episode was written by Ben Rogers? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Who's Ben he's Rogers? A, he's a comedian improviser. improviser. Yeah. Oh, cool. I yeah. believe this is his first episode written, but he's also a story editor for the rest of the season. So All right. Sick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good job, Ben Rogers. We got two Bs. We got Ben Rogers. We also got Bob Suarez, who directed... This episode. Thanks, What's Bob. it like directing animation? I don't... It's got to be hard. I would assume that he might just be directing the actors for these episodes. And, right. like, slightly overseeing sense. the animation. Yeah. No, that, that makes total sense, actually. He probably just directs the voice acting. Yeah. I'd expect it also has to do, like, you see storyboards and you get to pick, like, what kind of... Yeah. The direction the 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 art's going and yeah. obviously overseeing the edit and stuff too. Right. Yeah. I've, I've always thought that too, from like an editing standpoint, like do they edit more than what they need? Cause I know editing is incredibly right. time consuming and expensive. It's just like, does the editor being like, uh, we're going to cut 45 <laughs> seconds. I was like, why did we spend all that, that time? Fucking fucking time. Yeah. So we're cutting, we're cutting uh, a minute off of the end of this. What? It just Danny's gonna tighter. be Danny's gonna be Pissed. crushed. He spent <laughs> he spent like four months of his life animating that. Yeah, well, Good we're Lord. cutting it. it just Sorry, we can't Danny. put dicks. We can't. We just can't put dicks. Too many. It was just dick a long noses. shot of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Too many dick the, noses. The, the music <laughs> is by uh, Chris Westlake, who did the music for the entire. Uh, season, yeah, and uh, we have to think of something for Chris Westlake. I don't want to force it, but you know, didn't I'm, we do I'm, it with Chrissy West that one Chrissy time? We did, but that felt forced. Yeah, it'll come to us. Yeah, How about, uh, Chris down at the West Lake. 
Chris at the West Lake. <laughs> hey, this is Chris down at the West Lake. He's uh, a morning 92 show one. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to 92 one. This is Chris down at West Lake. West, West Lake. West Lake. West Lake. We are Lake. recording, <laughs> we are recording the, we are, we are, uh, broadcasting live from the West Lake, and the weather is beautiful today. Slightly overcast, <laughs> and the wind is blowing off of the water very crisply. I like to think that Westlake is the name of the radio station. So it's like, yeah. this is Chris on, on Westlake 95. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I Generation hope- Z has no idea what this we're, we're, we're talking about. Like, what is what is a radio station? What is happening? What, what is going on? Old men okay, Zoomers. About? So a radio station is basically <laughs> a clubhouse app. They know like what a radio station is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but they want to give millennials such a hard time. I like giving them a hard time. Yeah. We deserve it. We do. Yeah, we do. We Everybody do. deserves it. Just like the boomers deserve it. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Chris Westlake does an incredible job this episode. There's so many musical cues that are oh, yeah. references to other stuff. So talk about that some more down the line. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, Let's guys, do... I, oh, hmm? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, our thirty-second recap segment, where <laughs> I think on. this week on, uh, we give one of our uh, podcast friends, which is us. I said that like we had a guest. We don't have a guest. We don't have a guest. Um, thirty or seconds or less. Do we? Or do we? We don't. We don't. Hi, my name's Chris Westlake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did the music for this episode. <laughs> Um, uh, this week we have uh, uh, our, our our esteemed member uh, of the um, of the this week on club, uh, <laughs> Dylan. Who's that? <laughs> That's gonna be Yawn. We need to figure out how to do that in under thirty seconds because the segment itself <laughs> is thirty seconds. <laughs> we gotta um, fill it with that not time. happening. No, never. Uh, yeah, I'll totally recap this episode in 30 seconds. Does somebody have a timer ready? Yeah, whenever you're ready. A Mariner tries to save lizard people from being eaten by rat people on a planet and gets in trouble for it. So her mom slash captain uh, tells her to do therapy, but she refuses and instead uh, messes up Boimler's holodeck program that is supposed to help him prepare for an interview by turning it into a movie that references every single Star Trek movie that I can remember, at least all the big moments. Uh, it's extremely action-packed, and it ends with Mariner realizing that therapy can be useful and Boimler finding out through the holodeck programs that Mar- uh, that um, Freeman is uh, Mariner's mom and nobody bangs and it's a movie that's just like what a wasted <laughs> opportunity but that's the case uh, and oh, uh, you, yeah sorry. it's really fun yeah, I'm, I did you just let attention. him go yeah I stopped paying. you 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 were done like 15 seconds ago <laughs> Say, you did really it. Got like, it you all did in it. there. Like you oh, actually got it. it all in there. I just I was just adding more stuff. Okay. Yeah, the the point where you got to like and nobody bangs and it's a movie okay. was about where you should have ended and then I Okay. Yeah. Forgot it feels right. You. That feels right. Congratulations, Jan. Yeah. You Thanks, did man. it. Yeah. Uh knee jerk. Would you watch this episode just for the holodeck stuff? Uh mm, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. The yes for me too. I don't know. Like I, I, I was talking about it beforehand. So watching this for the second time, I love Lower Decks and I think it's great. But watching this for the second time, I was not laughing as much. I didn't find it as funny, and maybe it's because I had already seen it once. But I also might have been because I was still half asleep because I watched it this morning at like seven a.m. That might have done it. I had my I had a similar experience where like the first time I watched it, I was just like, "This is so great." I I was missing jokes because I was still laughing. Uh, and set, second go around, it was much more of an intellectual affair. But I think that's how I normally watch most Star Trek episodes. So it's almost like Lower, lower Decks gets graded on a different scale normally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I had a blast still. I almost enjoyed it more this time. I think just because watching it, I was like, I, I would watch an, anim, an animated Trek show, like the shit out of an animated Trek show. That wasn't comedy, even though like this is just you know a comedy show. But right, uh, well, check out Star Trek: The Animated Series. <laughs> yeah, I know it already exists, but <laughs> I I will be. Uh, but that's for, that that has more of a Saturday morning cartoon vibe to it, it with comedy as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I want Clone Wars Star Trek. That's like 
kind of you don't you don't want Clone Wars Star Trek, but I get what you're saying. I well, that's not you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I want uh, a Star Trek that's animated so they can do things they don't feel like they can do emotionally and situationally in Star Trek, which is kind of lower decks. Like blow it, up stuff? Yeah. Like blow up weird stuff? Aliens. Like blow weird aliens. aliens. Like blow things up. <laughs> like blow things up. Um, some guest star shout outs. Uh, we got Gary Cole as Leonardo da Vinci, which is a great little, great little callback. <laughs> It's also cameo. kind of weird casting because Gary Cole is the his character actor, but he was he's the the guy from Office Space, the boss from Office Space is what he's most known for. That's probably. him. I'm Lud- really Ludwig yeah. or Lud-, Lud. What's that? The Lumberg. 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 Yeah. He was in something else. Mm. Very. And he's in Veep, great. and he's in uh, the West Wing as well. Um, but yeah, That's, is, he's kind of known if for that. I don't. Maybe he's, he's not, the, but if the actor who played Da Vinci in Voyager was still alive, they should have just got him to do it. Well, it's John, it's John Rice Davies. Is that what it is? Really? Yeah. That's who played the, I, I, It's been so long since I've seen it. Uh, no, it's, it is, and he's still around. Kicking. They should have just got acting. him. They should have just yeah. got him. That would have been pretty great, but he's probably like, what, you want me to do five lines for what? Anim- no, what? I just I'll come back for Voyager. It's like Voyager's not on the air anymore. It's like then what the it's fuck? Not. What are we talking? What are we doing? <laughs> what year is it? I just 2020, 2021. What? What when did that happen? <laughs> I really do want to give a shout out to Gary Cole though, because uh his two characters of his shaped my childhood. Um Reese Bobby in Talladega Nights. Oh, right. <laughs> he played Ricky Bobby's dad and Cotton McKnight from yep. Dodgeball Cotton with, uh, what's his name? Yeah, J- uh, the Jason, other guy. Jason. Jason. The Davis. Nope. Jason Bateman. Nope. Jason Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Jason. God, there are a lot of Jasons out there. there Jason Bourne. Okay. Uh, there's <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins plays Miglimo, the bird therapist. Which yep. is pretty rad. It's a PFT role right there. If I've ever he seen does uh, the like official Trek podcast with Tony Newsom. Oh, should we? We shouldn't mention them then any, anymore. We should. We should, we should not. mention. <laughs> or we Speaking should of, mention them. <laughs> Speaking of Tony Newsom, she shared a thing on on Twitter. Um, the it's a guy named Namni Nyue, I believe, and it's like um, it's a TikTok of. Me pretending to like the aliens music so they will let me and the rest of my Star Trek crew go free. And it's <laughs> so good. I will, sh- I will share it in our Discord. Ooh, yeah. Plug ooh, the Discord. Hop in the Discord. Hop can in you the share Discord. It, can you share it in our channel in the in, um in the Indiesaurus Discord as well? Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Our, you mean the podcast network that hosts Wait, us? Right. Yeah, also the Indiesaurus. Yeah, should you play that sound signature? Yeah, <laughs> you're listening to an Indiesaurus production. There it is, right there. Woo! Man, that was so that good. So good. That was yeah. so good. Yeah, uh, so good. Anyways, I'll, I'll post it on those. <laughs> check it. Check them out. Um, Nolan North, who's a well-known voice actor who voices like every video game lead from the 2010s, is is credited, but it's not clear. He must just play all the other voices. He must just do like. <laughs> Every other voice in here. I wonder because did he do who? I wonder. I mean, it might have just Shimbo. Been, yeah, it might have just been. Uh, 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 what's his name? Yeah, the guy who plays Boimler. Uh, who is? Um, what's his we're name? We're all blanking son? on names. It's Quaid. been a while. Quaid, Quaid Randy, son, Randy, Randy Quaid. Quaid. No, not Randy Quaid. That's the crazy brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greg, Craig, Craig, Quaid, uh, Tom Quaid, Tom no. Quaid, uh, Tony Quaid, um, Jason, Jason Quaid. Quaid, Jason Quaid, Jason Quaid. It's Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. Jack. Damn. I was I was gonna be content doing a whole hour and a half of us trying to guess his first name. <laughs> It would have been our longest episode, an hour and a half long yeah. episode of us yeah. trying to come up with Jason Quaid's name. Nope, Jack Quaid's name. Jack, Jack Quaid? Name. Jack Quaid. Uh, we uh, also have Marcus Henderson as Jet, who's Jet. a great character. Does he, he, 
he he's on a couple episodes, right? I think he must. I think he is because it's yeah. uh, to me. Yeah, there it definitely resonated. <laughs> yeah. I just love the moment of like, yeah, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, Jet. off screen, <laughs> off screen, yeah, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always my favorite bits. Anyone yeah. yelling from far away is like immediate, immediate knee slapper for me. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, okay. Oh, favorite so moments. What, what'd you guys like? Yeah. Shimbo. The Shimbo character is very funny. I really yeah. like Shimbo. <laughs> How am I not remembering the Boimler replacement? Oh, who's right, supposed right, right. to be Boimler? <laughs> Hi, I'm Shimbo. Oh, come on. I don't act like that. <laughs> It's like, I love my cap and I don't want to do this. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> I like how quickly Mariner's character, Vindicta, just starts um, murdering, disrupting, people. killing people, yeah, vaporizing people. With her cool gun. She's got like a sick gun that's got like multiple six, yeah, like uh, gun holes. What are they called? Barrels? Yeah, barrels. Gun holes. I- I, I I love that it definitely does the thing it, it it better than anything I've ever seen before of like pointing out that Star Trek movies are extremely different vibes yeah. than Star Trek episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And I especially the moment where they're like uh, we got a call from the San Clemente, and she's like, "Cool!" And they're like, "There is no starship called the San Clemente." <laughs> and then Boimler in the background loved the line of like, Man, "I feel like they would have just sent the Enterprise, but okay, yeah, but okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly." <laughs> like if this were really happening, this is not a surrealist <laughs> level event. <laughs> yeah, hard to seek license. And the lizard guys are really cute. Love those lizard guys mm-hmm. at the beginning. <laughs> what What do you guys like to do? Bask. <laughs> There's this moment where the the rat guy they're like they're just gonna eat the lizards, and the rat guy like looks at his side and licks his lips. <laughs> mm. uh, and then when they, when uh, when they, when Captain Mariner's like, "All right, well, would you stop eating them, please?" <laughs> we'll give you some replicators. Well, can the replicators make protein pellets? But yes, yeah. <laughs> he says it like he says it like. Well, can they make protein pellets? <laughs> like it's yeah, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the replicator really is just a solution to so many. Like right, it's really crazy. Conflict. But then it was also, I think, a great response from a. Uh, alien species who doesn't know what a replicator is, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, All right. Okay. Well, I'll take your stupid thing. Can it do what I need it to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, of course it can. Uh, I just, I also just love the whole premise of this uh, episode because I, I hope that they do it in an actual episode of Discovery at some point because I just love the idea of doing a movie. In the holodeck, right? <clears throat> and I mean, I'm so it, glad they finally did it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine, I would hope that, like, paintball episodes in Community, that they just do a movie <gasps> holodeck episode, yeah, every season of Lower Decks. Because <laughs> there's still great. some stuff that they haven't explored. I mean, they I, really hit a lot of things. Good I think what there. we really need though now is just a Star Trek sitcom, like a a Community esque Star Trek sitcom. That's, That's not animated. Right. That would be so weird. Because I think we've talked about this before, but do you think they'd ever do a crossover episode with Lower Decks and a live action Star Trek show? If I, I am the executive, I say yes. Right. Let's do it. There's so <laughs> many ways you can do it. You can do holodeck stuff, right? You can do wormhole stuff to a different dimension. The animated dimension, basically. You can call Ooh. it something else. Like... <laughs> Did we talk about this last time? I feel like I'm getting flashbacks, but like, Probably. would this be like Cool World? Do you guys know what Cool World yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like um, <laughs> well, it's like uh, uh Roger Rabbit kind of right, or it's uh, kind of like or, Roger uh, Rabbit, yeah. uh, uh, the basketball one, uh, the Space Jam, Space Jam. <laughs> it <laughs> would be basketball a basketball movie, but yeah. but I think of the least successful, least cool famous world. of them, which is Cool, cool World. world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know why I think of Cool World? Because 
this is why, guys. It's, it's because a- there was a trailer for Cool World at the beginning of the VHS tape for Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. <laughs> Are you that my, serious? Uh, that my family had growing up. That's why I think of Cool World. And All I'm right. just now realizing this. Uh, there was a there was like a home video ad that's like, you know, like, you can rent movies now. Uh <laughs> And then there was Cool World. Uh, cool World. Cool, cool World is basically world. just a complete ripoff of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's not a complete, but it's it's a pretty. <laughs> it's big rip-off. the daily. <laughs> where where Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a little bit more like li- into the like joyful side of camp. Cool World is in that like pulpy side of camp. Yes. Of, yeah. Like it's pretty sleazy. It's very Seems. sleazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a very 90s Generation XE version of, of Who Framed Red, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> cool world. Cool world. Look up a trailer. Uh, okay. So, yes, that's how it would be. Uh, I just, yeah, I had a, I had a, should we just talk about holodeck stuff? Just it's in, all Because it's the whole yeah. episode, well. basically. We could also pop into the, uh, the archives a little early if we want. Let's pop. Let's just pop into there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that's fine. Just yeah, yeah let's, let's do let's, it, and then we'll talk. Yeah. yeah, get into it. Accessing Starfleet archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Oh, Lieutenant Commander Space. Lieutenant and, Commander. Uh, Pe- Lieutenant Commanders. Lieutenant Hello. Commander Pert Lewis. Thank you for joining me. I think we all know why we're gathered here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we definitely all know that. And 100% need to uh, uh, talk to um, uh, Ensign Mariner. Mariner. Yeah. 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 She said she would meet us here. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I saw her walking down the hallway with some friends going the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, this is... This is hydroponics. Yeah. Like she said. Yeah. I mean, I, this is where she said to I meet, figured maybe so. she just had to finish whatever errand she was running and then was going to hop over here. Yeah. Didn't look like it, though. It looked like they were they were in swimming shorts with surfboards. So. Shit. Okay. Are we getting got? Oh, well, let me just check outside and see if she maybe is coming to. I don't. Why isn't the this, door opening? The door is not opening. Ugh. We're getting, we're getting got. Are we getting we've, to run around? We, we, we have gotten got. We've got got. We've gotten got. We've got got. got. Nobody g- gets me. I get people. Right. I didn't rise up into the ranks of lieutenant commander only to get got. Yeah, I was going to actually bring this up, Tom. Uh, mm-hmm. So as, you know, we're all here because Mariner failed to put the trailers uh, that we paid her to put up in right. front of the Hollow film, movie. the holodeck film. Mandatory. Yeah. Mandatory. Mm-hmm. The contract was pretty clear. I had a Ferengi look over it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said it was airtight. Right. Yep. It was very good. Uh, and, but I watched your trailer for research purposes, Tom, and I know it says, like, based on the story of Tom's space at the beginning. Yep. But there were a lot of inconsistencies with your life that I, I or at least what I perceived to be inconsistencies. I don't know what you're talking life. about. It was pretty. I, I wrote that script and shot it to be pretty much a one to one of my experience. Um, like visually, can, also? Yeah. Because the. The guy who played you definitely does not look like you at all. Yeah, he's like super jacked. Yeah, he has this like beautiful like olive skin, and that Uh, that male frontal nudity. His dick was huge. Just like, did you have to modify the holodeck program to make it that? Because I've tried, I have tried to make it that big before, and it it wouldn't let me. No, I just, I just did, I just did a scan, and then that's that was of who of me. Huh. Huh. You know the little uh, character creator holodeck that we have on yeah, deck six? The, the room. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which was popularized on Voyager. I 100% just scanned my body, and that's what came out. Well, there must be some algorithm or something that's flawed. Anyways, that's not the thing that even bothered me the most. It was this whole narrative of how you grew up on the streets of Earth, and you just kept saying the streets of Earth. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, streets of you, Earth. You, you never specified what streets. There's there's also no... There is 
there's no issue with with people experiencing homelessness on earth anymore there's no scarcity everybody has a job yeah. if they want one i don't understand and that's, all this but what? that's how i grew up where though on we earth could... the streets of earth I, do you, i'm starting to think this might be a fabrication because all of the street signs said the streets of earth also yeah. yeah, you didn't really pay a lot of like attention to detail. All right, guys, you you caught me, okay? Except so, for you, you know? your character was incredibly detailed. Everything else was like you want to know. You want to know what I was doing is pe- when people see an underdog story, they want to root for the underdog story, right? And so when people see that trailer and eventually see the movie, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, Tom Space should be a captain. Tom Space should ha- have his own command because they, they he- love an underdog story." I just don't understand why you you don't ever acknowledge the fact that both your parents are captains of their respective starships. Yeah, uh, and as were your, I've well, all your uncles and aunts, and you know you have multiple vacation homes on multiple planets. Yeah, uh, you these, don't know. I mean, sh- you should just leverage all of this if you I really just want to. Don't feel like that would do me very good, right? Like, there's so many starfleet families out there and how many of those people actually get to become captain really we gotta think Uh, about it like that yeah but the thing is is like you're taking somebody's place by like applying to these uh scholarships for like underprivileged people also uh even though you're not that person just to live out this fantasy uh trailer basically but if i live if I feel that in myself, then doesn't that make it true? No. That's not how that works. Absolutely not. For All example, right. well, for example, like that would be like saying while incredibly touching and emotionally true my Vulcan performers were mm-hmm. in my film The Eugenics Wars, uh, a true human story. Uh you know, they don't have that experience specifically themselves, but all those Vulcan actors portraying humans did such hey. a, a, a good job. Hello, Peck. I really yeah. need it. We yeah. watched that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be harsh, but you might be kind of treading into Tom territory also, but in kind of a different manner. The thing uh, is, is you, you uh, all I, their dicks are normal size. To be clear, yeah, right? that's yeah, that that's that okay. scene that you had in there where everybody was naked and just standing in front of the camera for kind of no reason. While I can understand the artistic standpoint, if I was seeing that on stage, it might hit somewhere. But on film, it kind of just set, felt gratuitous. Like you, you zoomed in on every single dick, and it well, then it just it, like I liked panned it across all the well, dicks. It's because I wanted to emphasize that none of them are genetically modified humans in comparison to the super soldiers that they were fighting i thought that that made that pretty clear yeah yeah well i mean here's the thing like that that was like a really emotional like big deal for the human race thank you and i know i recognize that it's almost like kind of offensive that you just cast all romulans in that role well they're they were Vulcans, and I okay, I understood I that going yeah. in that there there would be maybe some pushback, but I don't think that just because it's a story that you know we didn't experience ourselves that it's not a story that we could tell because it's a very again it's a universal experience. Well, you really picked like the one. Right. I think that's yeah. You could have picked others, but like that one, like you could have picked a star- one one in start with Starfleet. Right, but yeah. in very particular, you picked one that had to do with the human experience. Experience. Well, I, I picked some extremely uh, controversial Vulcan actors who are known for tapping into their emotions just for performance, and I think yeah. that it was just a lot of screaming. I also meant to say that too. Yeah, there, there wasn't a lot. And how emotional do they get? Because honestly, watching it, I felt like there was it was one or a hundred. They were yeah. either no emotion or yeah, like screaming <laughs> into the camera, even during a time when they should be probably crying. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, 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 guess, the, just I like... guess the constructive criticism here is that uh, emotions 
are varied and emotions uh, subtlety really helps in that sense sometimes yeah honestly the uh, movie probably would have been really great if you didn't have any emotion at all that would have been cool because now you're just you're just laying out the facts for people to interpret themselves mm, right logically mm. That's, yeah. that sounds very very Vulcan I mean <clears throat> you guys went uh, a little too serious you should have went pretty relaxed my trailer was very uh, I meant to ask you about that Pert your trailer yeah. didn't really have a plot and I can understand it kind of yeah. just was a lot of your clothing on people well it had, then, a pl- it, was, it had a plot yeah but it, it didn't it was just a lot of people walking around with your clothing on and then well, it's all of like a sudden, a, no pants. Yeah, well, the thing is, is, like, what I was trying to do artistically is, like, create, like, a lifestyle movie. And I'm not quite sure why that didn't come across to you. It's more like a day in the life, like, watching these people experience the world. Uh, and they just happened. I was just, I, I had to do the costumes. So I had to take all my brands that I have and put it on them. Yeah, the, I know. I knew they were your brands because they there were often zoom ins on the tags, and it just felt very strange. Right. Yeah, that was there was a, some kind of malfunction with the holodeck when I was shooting, and it kept zooming in on all the the brands. You know what part uh, I found weird about the zoom in part was that what? you zoomed in on all the tags on on all the the clothing. But then when you zoomed in on the dick, it also had a tag that had your name on it, like your brand name. Well, this is I, that was kind of supposed to be a big release that was supposed to happen. Uh, I'm doing dicks now. I'm doing dicks. You can uh, artificially made penises that you yeah. can, you know... It's been wherever. possible for hundreds of years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I just don't know if I would want a dick with, like, with the, your name on with it. With a tag on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, normally when I get clothes, I rip the tag off. Yeah. No, so you're like, not going to want to rip. Because the thing is, is with my brand, my the, the face and the, the name, uh, it's it retains value if you keep the tag on. Well, yeah, your tag has be, your face on it. So, like, having your face on a dick that would yeah. be weird and it's not one of those small subtle tags it's it's like a full it has washing instructions on the other side of it yeah like we multiple just to, pages of tags we like, just wanted to make sure there's a lot of legal stuff that you got to go through especially when you're printing dicks <laughs> for people um so it was an ad it was an ad it wasn't i a mean movie yeah and there was I, no I, you know, no I, I'm th- I'm thinking about it now. I'm wondering if Mariner thought maybe there were too many dicks in all of our trailers. That I honestly, now that I think about it, might have been exactly. We all put been too dicks, many dicks in our trailers. All- <laughs> it's very inappropriate of all of us, especially as lieutenant commanders of Commander. a starship. Ah. Okay. <laughs> well, all right, oh. we have to figure our way out of this hydroponics lab. Let's just go out the back door. It's oh, been yeah. open for like the last the, ten. The minutes. whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah we could have just done that. Yeah, so Holodeck stuff is basically the whole episode, like some of the other episodes we've done in the past. Yeah. It's the entire... I just love that they can do that, too. Right. It's not even like, do we have a set that can do this? It's just like, no, it's it's animated, so we get to do the whole thing. Yeah, we can do a whole movie. I love the aspect ratio change. I love the film grain that they put over everything. It's so Uh, fun. But I... I love that Mariner, uh, the character choice that they gave of Mariner deciding to just write over the holodeck program instead yeah. of duplicating it and then making her own. <laughs> she just literally changes Boimler's we, program. Yeah, we've had that conversation before. Like, did you make a copy? Did you save it at least? No. No. You can make a copy it. and just edit the copy. Yeah, that's going to take way too long. <laughs> and then the, the, she want, the computer asked me if I'm sure I want to make a copy. And I got to rename it. I don't want to <laughs> do that. It takes up double the space. And then you're the owner as well. So you could technically Dang. do stuff to it if you wanted to. <laughs> I like that Boimler names his holodeck at, program like Boimler 17 or the way that people just name files, which right. 
You know, it's that's the future equivalent of just saving something to your desktop. It's like, what is this? Untitled.docx. Untitled3.docx. Also, like, like, in this future of Star Trek where a ship has a single computer, right? It's basically like you sharing a library computer in the, <laughs> at university, right? That's so such you're a just huge like, desktop. It's a network drive. So you're base, it's a networked drive. Bro. So that's why that's why you're like Boimler 17 because people like other people are using this as well, and like yeah. you have to like you have to like put in the file or like put on the the logs for like IT not to delete this file because if because IT goes through and like deletes excess files like every week, yeah. you know, to make sure that things don't <laughs> slow down and like that user <laughs> interface too is insane. Could you imagine like having a whole college desktop, but it's only in files? There's no desktop. It's just like you got to search through this file structure to well, find that, everything. They, they, I think that it's because they advanced to the computers and what is effectively, you know, their their Google Assistant or their Siri so much that they've com- like file organization and stuff are just completely out the window now because we don't even yeah we don't even really interact with things that way. So we're just like computer, bring me the thing, give me the file that I was working on like the other night, and it's the computer's it's so algorithm smart. is so complex. It's, it's okay, like yeah. okay, I think yeah, I know what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> You'd think the computer, the computer would have more sass, right? That you'd be like, "Can you give me that file?" I was working on last night. And be like, "Please specify." Do you remember what it's called? Yeah. It's like, um, do you even no, remember I, what you were putting on it? No, I don't. No, I, I honestly don't. don't remember what I was doing last night when I was drunk. Okay, it was just a file. Okay, <laughs> just a file. It should be like in the twenties. Yeah, it should be like <laughs> Peck twenty. Peck twenty. <laughs> well, this is Peck twenty. It's like it's obviously not Peck twenty, but it's like in the twenties. Okay, it's not a recipe. Here's all the files in the 20s. You know you have 100 files. Okay, yeah, you know what? I started and stopped a lot of things when I was in my 20s. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also, big fan of the original uh, motion picture reference with the uh, Cerritos, the long ass. uh, Yes. And this piece of trivia, Jan, is completely insane, and I (laughs) hope it's true. So to be clear for for those listening, there's you know the moment the seven minute scene in the motion picture where it's you so just it's long. the starship porn of the Enterprise and Kirk is just like in <gasps> awe of it and Scotty's like it's a beautiful ship I'd fuck it if I could <laughs> you know and like and they did the version of that that you can on an animated show which feels like seven minutes long because it's a thirty minute episode yeah. but it's like probably a minute long. I could have done with a, another minute or so. I thought that too. I just loved, on a second go. Yeah. I loved that uh, that Billups was crying during yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it just is moved to tears. Like it's, it's the so greatest beautiful. ship ever. <laughs> uh, so this episode, this piece of trivia is this episode is a minute longer than all the other episodes uh, because Mike M- McMahon, it's such a weird way to spell that. Um, Requested an additional minute of animation just for this specific scene. Um, but the network agreed, but they refused another request, which this is really hard to believe. Uh, another request by McMahon to release a full movie-length version of the episode where they where the said scene would be stretched to a two-hour duration. <laughs> I think that that would be... That's definitely something that somebody would do on YouTube. They'd be that's like so, two hours of this scene. That's a troll, right? That's there. a troll. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's such a. That is that is something. That is a bit that somebody would ask the studio just to see if they right, could get right. away with it. Yeah, and like no, <laughs> no. no, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. That'd uh, be so funny. It's gonna take up so much space on our <laughs> Paramount Plus. <laughs> Network, and as you know, we only have a couple terabytes. We only have- <laughs> on the We're running this Plus. off of a Toshiba hard drive, yeah, <laughs> external hard drive. I at the very beginning of the movie, I love, and it shows the awareness of how dumb Star Trek names can be sometimes, where they are like on the the um, the jet skis, but they're calling them hydro scoots. <laughs> I missed that. I don't know how I missed that, but that is so funny. (laughs) Hydro scoots. And it just speaks to like how different things are in, again, like you would never see the crew 
all on hydro scoots in an episode because there's just no budget for right. that. That's so, so stupid. But in a movie to be like, let's put them all on hydro scoots. Let's put them all on jet skis and just do our opening call scene there for, scoots. for no reason. <laughs> they really, in the movies, they really do put them in situations that like show off the money, but they like don't really need to be there. It's like, why would you ever, like, we've never seen the Enterprise crew do this. Yeah, but now there's a budget. So there's we a can budget. show them do it. They do that with the TNG movies quite a bit. Hydro That's so scoots. funny. Hydro scoots. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. Um, uh, I, I mean, I love Chris Westlake again, like doing the Wrath of Khan esque, you like almost one to one opening credits. Uh, <laughs> just is super great. There are a lot of little musical cues throughout this episode, throughout the holodeck program too, that are references. Like one of them is um, done. Dun, 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 which is like from Undiscovered Country where like they're they're gearing up to blow up the Klingon ship and it just like escalates to this. It's yeah. a wonderful scene and they they, they play that in there. Uh, I'm sure there are more too, but just really good stuff, Chris West. Yeah. Chrissy West. Chris Westlake. Chris Westlake. Coming in from Westlake 95. Westlake 95. <laughs> he did his research, right? He did. Like he did a good oh, yeah. job. Uh, and, you know, like... The fact that he references some of our favorite composers as like oh, yeah. people he looks up to is pretty great. That's the one thing about this show that I think like we had like a bit of a gripe with early on, which was like it's a little too referential, but right, right. it's incredibly detailed. Like the amount of research and knowledge that these I don't I'm assuming most of the people writing on this are either like big Trek fans or they spent like months and months and months <laughs> they, just like they did digesting. What we did. Yeah, just digesting right. all this stuff. Imagine being hired for that staff, that writing staff, and and it, not only never being into Star Trek, but doing that research and still being like, it's not really my thing, but I, just, I, I know, now a know fuck it. Ton about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can write it. That but would I suck. Don't like it. I it feel like awful. it'd be kind of alienating it, being totally. in a room of writers that like Love were Trek fans. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, what do we did this, and you're just like, yeah, man, yeah, that's dumb. But uh, okay. That's dumb. Because <laughs> you know, there's one writer in that room that's like purely there for non-Trek jokes. Yeah, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's there for the California jokes. Well, that's. I mean, yeah, I feel like that, that was <laughs> they're the there same. for to name all the ships. I feel like that was the same with the Orville, right? Like he filled yeah. he filled the writers' room full of writers from Family Guy and Star Trek, like and Star. Yeah, that's true. You do the Star Trek stuff. You do the dick jokes. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta and, have that balance. It's Trek and dick jokes. I think we I think we hit that balance today. I, I, I think, think we, we did. did. I think yeah. we did. Uh, <laughs> I think you know we're we're going all over the place. Maybe let's just. Rank rate it, and as we rate it, we'll we'll talk about the things because there's it's so dense. Do, yeah. Would that help? Would you? Would it's a say? great idea. Yeah. yeah let's okay. Do it. Uh, so first category is dialogue. There's a couple. There's a lot of great lines in this. Absolutely. That I really love. Quote Shakespeare um, at one point too. Oh well, yeah, she quotes Shakespeare like in the, the way Tempest? that's a General Chang so, reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that the like, Why is this bad guy quoting Shakespeare? <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> I love the kind of cheesy action lines and they really like uh, lean into it when Mariner is like fighting off some dudes and she says something and the henchman's like, never, bitch. <laughs> and then <laughs> she kills him. Um, or or another good line where uh, I, can't, I can't remember who says it. Is it uh, the guy who was crying with the mustache? What's his Billups. name again? Billups. Billups. Paul Shear. Yeah. yeah, Paul Shear's character. At the end, does he say, he says, Godspeed, you crazy fucks. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, isn't that the doctor? The cat doctor? Oh, no, it's the cat doctor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He like, just walks by. Is like hardly in the movie. It's like, Godspeed, you crazy fucks. <laughs> uh, some of the lines that stuck out to me that I really liked writing-wise also falls into camp. But... Uh, you can do all sorts of beamy stuff in a movie. Like <laughs> yeah. w- w- when Rutherford's like, I beamed them all off beforehand and Bill's like, you can't you can do, do that. Do that? <laughs> like, yeah, you can. It's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> do all sorts of beamy <laughs> stuff in a movie. Which also I like, I think goes towards the like, 
in a Star Trek movie, they do so much shit that you wouldn't see them do in an episode, right? Oh, well, yeah. totally. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's a problem in the reboot Star Treks because they basically invented beam anywhere in the universe technology. <laughs> right. And it's like, this breaks Star Trek. Like, you, it just, broke it. you broke it. You broke the whole, you broke why it. would anybody ever go in ships anymore? <laughs> you, you broke Star Trek. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this. You fucked up. <laughs> you fucking broke it. Uh, the other uh, couple things, uh, lines that I had down here is, we can fix the warp core on our own time. <laughs> the tear like, fill up. <laughs> yeah. Um, which again goes towards like other uh, Star Trek stuff of like, yeah, they, they never get to work on things without a clock, right? Like yeah. we never see Star Trek <laughs> without the clock. So what is, that's yeah. fun. And then the last one is when uh, Captain Mariner is like, it's a random, real quick line of Cerrito Strong. Free, just, Freeman, yeah. Yeah, Freeman. Cerrito Strong. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Oh, that's, that's I hate that. Cheesy Captain so line. Cerrito Strong. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like that one a lot, too. I like when she says, I start an act. I'm overflowing with love and affection. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, hell yeah, Jet off screen was great oh, for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the beginning, when they're on the hydro scoots, when Shaq goes, It's her birthday. <laughs> uh, and one that really, really stuck out for me was when Tendi is talking about Orions and how she doesn't identify with Orion culture. She's like, yeah. Many Orions haven't been pirates for over five years. <laughs> I also love the line when they go up to the security officer and he's like, hey, and he's like, don't talk to me. I'm pissed off. <laughs> it's like, wow, we had that conversation earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> this is accurate. <laughs> uh, I also just sneak this one in when Boimer goes, guys, this is an important work tool when he's talking about the holodeck. <laughs> this is an important work tool. <laughs> oh, man. No, uh, I think yeah. the writing was good. Um Trying to dialogue. I want to give it a five, but I kind of I'm am scared. trying to find a reason. I'm scared not to, to give it a five. Right? Like yeah. I'm trying to find like why wouldn't I give this a five? <laughs> I'm just gonna do the five because I yeah, just no. I feel Quinteros. comfortable. I'm sniffing a Quinteros. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Trip fives. Trip fives. Trip fives. Quinteros. Romance. I. No, between Rutherford and <laughs> Billups. and Paul, yeah, and Billups, True. they have quite the romance going on. True, it's, it's, it's a bromance. Is it romance for or sure. is it bromance? That's the it's question. One hundred percent of bromance. And in the past, we haven't give bromance any romance. Scores. Has there been any bromance? Yeah, we've, we've talked about it in the past. We have. <laughs> yeah, like people broing out in the in the holodeck. Specifically, uh, <laughs> Our last couple lower decks episodes, I think we talked about it. I as guess well. that's true. Okay. Did you have like a romantic? Yeah, I mean it's a hundred percent romantic. Five. It's, <laughs> I'll give it a point five. All right, point five. That's a that's, that's a the, that that is a thing though that I think they missed out on just a little bit, and I think it's because of their half hour format. Is the movie in the, in a Star Trek movie? There probably would have been a romantic Gotta be angle. Some romance, yeah. Yep, hundred percent. Um, okay, action. This thing's uh, packed. That's a big, that's a big fiver for me there, pal. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm not giving it a five. You want to know why? Because uh, it's not real. No. Well, that, but no. Uh, I And I'm going to dock at a whole point here. Uh, whole point. Whole point. We didn't get any original Star Trek Kirk moves. Ooh. Didn't they already do that, though? <laughs> they did. They absolutely they did have do done that. that. But, but like... You, this is like this is like action in a Star Trek movie. That's a very arbitrary point, Doc. I can't believe it. <laughs> that's a really weird one. The only like reason why I say that it's like is you get a whole they... bowl, you got you got a you got a prefix menu, you get five courses, and you're like, there wasn't any asparagus. It's like, yeah, but you did have Brussels sprouts. The only reason why I say that is because they have done it in the past. That's and true. And we do see a bit of Ransom, and Ransom's the one that does it in the past. So but if, if I would have... 
I would have loved to see Ransom like gearing up to do it and then getting shot. Okay, that would that would have been good. Going along with the food metaphor, what you just <laughs> described is they served asparagus last night. And then the next <laughs> yep. day, they served yeah. a new meal, and you're like, "Where's the asparagus?" <laughs> yeah, because in this in this metaphor, I'm I'm the one that is doing a a review of this restaurant. Yeah, and I walked by to scout the restaurant the night before, and I saw the asparagus, and then I came in to eat the next night, and they didn't Expecting serve me the asper- asparagus. <laughs> Look, I don't believe in the six point rule, but I would if I had it. If I would do it, it would be for this episode because I don't know how you can dock an episode for that Not is this a Kirk thing. And there's there's some for one thing, it opens up with Da Vinci shooting <laughs> shooting like, something. And are they shooting ducks? Him. They're doing skeet shooting. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Ski, yeah, I yeah. shot Da Vinci. Grazie. Grazie. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I love that. They have they're doing Da Vinci in the program, but instead of like doing real Leonardo Da Vinci shit, they're just shooting <laughs> stuff. With All right, okay, I forgot about Da Vinci. I'll, I'll bump it up a bit, especially since it also ends with him shooting the the Vindicta clone or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> not today, not under Da Vinci's watch. All right, okay, I'm going with five. Uh, I'm doing five as well. All right. Well, the board. I'll, I'll do also, there's some really creative action in I'll this. We've, like, yeah, we bullied Darius I'll into yeah. giving it a five. <laughs> like when Mariner holds a board head, that wasn't on the that wasn't on the menu. Right. She uses the right. board head as a, as a shield, shield and a bomb. I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna put it on the record though that they should have had an original Kirk maneuver. All right, okay. give it a give Noted. it a four point nine. <laughs> nope, it's if a you're five. Feeling so. It's a five, right. but for the record, <laughs> let the record reflect. This was a uh, not so exciting Quinteros because we had to bully somebody. We did. It, I hate that I had to do that instead of celebrating the fact that we had like a Mariner on Mariner catwalk. Well, you're fight. never going to be happy. Yeah, that but was very you're never cool. Be that, happy. that was also symbolic internally for her <laughs> arc in this episode. Absolutely. Very smart action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love smart action. Also, I love the, the throwaway joke of the two random people on on the Cerritos going like, "I loved your one man show." Oh, thanks. Like that's such a Star Trek thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. And then those two people are murder Just killed, killed, <laughs> red shirted, <laughs> just uh, red shirted. Uh, suspense. I mean, there's the Starfleet doesn't have a San Clemente, but I, I think it's just like there's no suspense arbitrary. here for me because it's a holodeck program. <laughs> but isn't that the that, point, though? Aren't we judging the suspense yeah, of the holodeck program? That's true. That's it's true. just that we know really everything that's going on. The right. only suspenseful thing is like, is Boimler go, like going to find out what she's allergic to, what Freeman is allergic to? Like, right. I guess they're. Excuse me. Um, there is the suspense of is Boimler going to find out that the captain is Mariner's mom? We don't find that out until the very end, though. And it's not something that's like yeah set up. I guess. See, I think for for ten, yeah. for suspense to work exactly, you have to set up this suspense early so that right. we feel it dramatically throughout. Yeah. Instead, that that's just a surprise at the end, right? It's yeah. just like a shock. True. I'm gonna have to give it. I, I I'm actually gonna give it a zero. I don't even think it's got a point five. Yeah, me too. It's zero because yeah, they for it being a movie, there could have been more suspense. Yeah, they leaned heavy into the action yep. part of it. So zero trip zeros five zero. Thank God they didn't go with the J.J. Abrams mystery box <laughs> approach to everything. <laughs> uh, okay, camp. That's pretty high for me. There's the a lot of campy stuff going on. Yeah, they they do. They basically do all the camp of the all Star Trek movies. Right. Never, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, camp yeah, is so I, in the past we've had hard. a hard time with it too because it's a comedy show it like yeah. they, they are writing it to be that way like yeah this is a tough one but this, uh, is, this is to me this is this is where it actually works though because they're like leaning into yeah, the things yeah yeah no yeah, totally it's a movie the, the amount of of phasering <laughs> uh the yeah the it's just so great it's great i feel the whole thing is just it nails it they even did the signatures at the end, yeah. which they do in Star Trek Six, right. when yeah. the goodbye Gene Roddenberry thing, 
wonderful. Uh, for true. me, it's I'm going to give it a four because I can't like I think there's not really unintentional camp, which is a thing that I kind of appreciate. Yeah, that's true. Track. I mean, Da Vinci is pretty campy. Okay, five. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Da Vinci himself <laughs> is pretty campy. I was going to go four five. Four point five. I'd say in four five. That yeah. was my yeah. Okay. Uh, and stakes. I mean, there's Again, multiple levels of stakes. Here. Emotional stakes here. The safeties are on. Emotional stakes, Darius. <laughs> Mariner is literally fighting herself. And her yeah. mom. Yeah. And yeah, her herself. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Can Boimler we- is trying to nail this interview. And Do you think that there's a, a level of a holodeck safeties? For physical, but also for uh, emotional uh, safety. <laughs> there hey, should be. Computer, turn the uh, holodeck emotional safeties on. I don't want to get hurt tonight. <laughs> that would be nice. I think that needs to be a thing. I feel like that's what Picard was trying to do when, uh, in Manhunt when he's like, I'm here just to relax. And the computer keeps throwing dudes at him. <laughs> Uh, um, I think they're pretty. I think there's a three. Yes, nobody's going to die. Yeah, it's right. not like the stakes aren't huge, but emotionally, the stakes for Mariner are pretty big. And at the end of true. the program, Boimler, like when he reboots the program he, the, at the funeral scene where yeah. <laughs> Freeman goes, It was a secret we didn't want anybody to know. <laughs> like we would have to kill this person or maybe court martial them if they knew. Yeah. <laughs> and he's By like, the way, oh, shit. That, that funeral scene reminded me of our. Uh, improv scene that we did a while back uh, with the goodbye uh, for Yar for Yar where Tom Space is just randomly at a funeral yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> still an all timer for me that's a that really was a good one, one. Um, uh, yeah go three I think a three, three. Is, is, is pretty good good call a Traceros Traceros alright guys uh, computer what is our final score Calculating. 3.00. Oh, straight three. (laughs) Three. Perfect three. Three. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great. Especially considering how empty it is in a couple categories. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like instinctively, this was going to be much higher. Yeah. But it just doesn't have any romance, really. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, uh, yeah, it suffers in that that aspect. Which is... In the same way that a Star Trek movie, it's like, yeah, that was fun. It feels, I feel a little empty after that. Why is that? Oh, because it was oh, just man. all this. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking more of the Abrams tracks, but yeah. Um, yeah. This is, this puts it at number 17 ish after Human Error from Voyager and before Sukal from Discovery. So, yes, another, the, the highest ranked Discovery episode has been <laughs> <laughs> upended by another Lower Decks episode. Yeah. Crazy. It's good though. I like it. Yeah. I love this. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, Thanks. Dude. What do you guys uh, want to do doing? next week? I was thinking maybe we do a movie. Let's, Let's do, a movie. do a movie. Do we want to have generations? Ooh. All right. Yeah. Yes. Unless you guys are had a different one in mind, but no, generations no. is great. Okay. Should we do we. Should we have a guest on because it's a movie? Do I'd love to have a guest that, on. That uh, yeah, but movie? we don't have anyone planned yet. So yeah, my I'll guest. My out. yeah, my guest just recently got cast in a Shakespeare show, and she's like, "Can't oh, do anything. I gotta do that." Yeah, <laughs> she would have been wonderful. That's fair. Uh, I will. We'll find someone. I'll find, yeah, yeah. But, uh, cool. Thanks for tuning in to Trek to the Holodeck. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those podcasting places uh yeah that's right and uh, we also have a uh, subscribe to us if you find us on those networks that way we just appear in your your little feed every wednesday uh we right. also have a discord trek to the holodeck and mm-hmm. indiesaurus has a channel for us as well that's our network <coughs> on their discord uh, yeah on their Go discord check so it out yeah we uh, instagram we are at trek to the holodeck you can find us there we got a little link there where you can find all of the stuff we just mentioned and we're Trek to the Deck on Twitter, which the we Twitters. have not been using a whole lot, but uh, we will be soon. Yeah. The intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. The computer's voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. 
Thank you. And this podcast is not in any way sponsored by CBS Viacom. And you cannot find it on Paramount+. Plus. It is, however, sponsored by KFC. Hell yeah. Get yourself a bucket. Go get yourself one of those uh, 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 honey roasted uh, chicken sandwiches. Is that a thing they do? Is that a thing? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) That sounds too good for KFC. (laughs) Honey roasted chicken sandwich. That sounds too good. That's like a Wendy's thing, maybe. maybe they do a lot yeah, of those weird, yeah. like flavored chicken. I feel like KFC is just like, look, we just take chicken and we, we fry, fry the it. fuck out of it. I don't. What do you want from us? I, I like the simplicity of that. Of like, it's like In and Out, but KFC is like, yeah. we just fry it. We, we don't just, fucking do anything. You just we fry the chicken. Okay, just just take it, <laughs> throw in the just bucket, take it or leave and it. you take the bucket, and that's it. That's all we do. Can I have a napkin, please? No. Sorry, ma'am. All we have is buckets. We just have buckets of chicken. Go to fucking Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) And program. (laughs) You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer. Execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.